What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Slab Stock Sundays episode number 104 here. No, 103, excuse me, uh, on the PWCC Weekly Auction. Uh, my name is Aaron, joined by Julian. Julian, you're you're not even in the United States right now. Nah, Slab Stocks is global. I'm uh, in a hotel in India, 8.20 a.m., but uh, I, I, I wouldn't miss this. So, uh, you know, got to get, gotta get some PWCC action, but, you know, we have the coast to coast cards. Now we're, uh, I don't know, across the globe cards. <laughs> you're telling me that you're up at 8:20 a.m. doing that? That's dedication, everyone, for the Slap Sox Sundays fam. Uh, Julian is not yeah. known for an early riser, so uh, that's not quite the Aaron uh, 3 a.m. special in London, but it, it's pretty good for Julian. All things considered, it's pr- probably the same thing, honestly. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> But uh, great day here, great day here because the Packers officially have made the playoffs. We have went through a 17-week regular season. This is week 18, and Jordan Love has left his stamp on the NFL. I haven't seen Jim Baker around for about five weeks now. Uh, Maybe he pops in tonight as, man, Jordan Love has been the best quarterback in the NFL since week, I think it was like week 12 or something. He's had the top QBR and the most passing touchdowns. He had two more today. Um, I think it's 20 touchdowns in the second half of the season. Like a, I think it's like a 77 QBR or something like that. Just unbelievable season for him. I'm psyched to be a Packer fan today. Um, and uh, we're going to Dallas to play. I'm not going to Dallas, but Packers going to Dallas. And uh, we've had some good memories in AT&T Stadium, both in the regular season and in the postseason. And I'm hoping that Jordan Love can keep that thing going. Um, and, man, Bears, I'm sorry if you're a Bears fan. We've won 10 straight games against you now. I can't remember any other team that's lost seven straight games to someone, but as has been a good day. Good day to be a Packer fan. I'm pumped. Mike uh, Aaron Rodgers says it doesn't really seem like much of a rivalry anymore. <laughs> I mean, I know. It's, it's like the longest standing uh, matchup in the NFL. Most games played, yet one team has not won for a little bit now. But there's a lot going on in the NFL, as you can see. Which NFL cards are primed for a playoff push is the title of the stream because around the league – um, multiple teams made the playoffs, missed the playoffs, heartbreak for some, some teams like the Colts. Um, Julian, I don't know if you're able to see, I know you're, you're kind of all over the map right now in India with the timing, but do you see how they lost yesterday? I did. And, um, I'm still confused as to why they had their third string running back out on that play, but, um, yeah, unfortunate way to lose for the Colts, but, um, Texans, what a, what a season. What a season indeed. I mean, come on, CJ Stroud, like we talked about him since probably the hit the start of the season here with his uh, Panini instant Ricky auto black one of one. It did like three K or something like that. At the start of the season. Um, I, I normally don't try to take too much credit for stuff, but I did say that was one of my, my top buys in that episode. Where we were talking about the different cards and uh, I just thought, you know, he doesn't have many autograph options at all. And, you know, short term could be huge if he has a great season and end up having a, a massive rookie of the year season. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, Michael Pittman's so good. He's got to be in the playoffs one of these years. If Anthony Richardson didn't go down, I'd imagine that they might've been a playoff team. Um, Texans and Browns up next. Do you, do you mean that they're, are they playing each other? Is that the solidified matchup? I haven't been able to keep up with the, the full solidified matchups other than the Packers, but I think that might be who they got. Um, but yeah, just a lot going on in the NFL. And we'll talk about here on the show. Uh, Julian, uh, anything on the top of your mind card wise or yeah, Browns and Texans. I see it right here. That's a, that's a, uh, imagine that matchup, right? From a year ago and no Deshaun Watson either. Yeah. I mean, it, it's hard to, to believe where the Texans were a year ago and how far they've come, but shout out 
Um, I think his name's D'Amico Ryan. I don't want to mispronounce yeah, it. Yeah, D'Amico um, Ryan's uh, the coach. For, for, former uh, 49ers coach. You know, the, the 49ers assistants are taking over the league. I don't want to take credit for it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm, I'm happy. See, I usually, um, as you know, with Justin Fields, I have not been impressed by Ohio, Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL for quite some time now. But C.J. Stroud does have something special, and he has some passion for that organization. So I am happy. Happy for that team, and um, yeah, what what a turnaround! Funny enough, CJ Stroud and Jordan Love's games this week, like just numbers wise, were almost dead even, other than Love had more passing yards, but two touchdowns, nearly the same QBR and passer ratings, um, only like five incompletions each. The two of them operate the pocket so well for young quarterbacks. Obviously, CJ Stroud younger than Love is Love is set for three years behind Aaron Rodgers, so I I admit, like you know what Stroud's doing is insanely impressive. Um, as as a first year starter in Houston with a team that was not good at all. At least we know the Packers have had a, a formidable team for the last few years, even if we missed the playoffs last year. Um and yeah, Ritter, Ritter got the start today and they got blown out 48 to 17. Um a little running up of the score at the end there, thanks to Jameis Winston handing it off on a on a victory formation knee play. Did you see that one? Yeah, I did see that and I saw um Arthur uh, Arthur Smith is his name. He uh, was not happy, but at the same time, it's like it's a professional league. You can't get that upset over something like that. Your team sucks. Like you should be taking that accountable, not not getting all upset. Now I understand there's the respect aspect, but like you suck. The the one thing I can concede to in that situation is I could see Arthur Smith being like, "Yo." You guys were set up in the victory formation. My guys literally were standing there, not ready to play it down as you never play that down, you know, full on. And if you go low on a block on that play, get a touchdown, you don't know someone can get hurt. You know, like I could see you being or him being upset about that. But at the same time, it kind of sounds like the players went rogue. The coach that yeah. the game that, I mean, honestly, that's not great having players going rogue on you anyways. Like, I don't know, man, that's it's a really weird the- situation. The most Jameis Winston play I've ever seen. They're like victory formation. Jameis like, yo guys, what are we thinking? Vote. Let's take a vote. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a vote in the huddle. I think that's it just hilarious. Um, all right, but we do have TB and Kainia pointing out nice Ginter Stroud auto in the auction tonight. So TB and Kainia, I don't know if this is your card or not, but this is a nice Ginter auto. Now, normally, you know, Ginter autos of NFL quarterbacks rarely would get talked about at all um, because they have. Prism Autos, Opticos, National Treasures, Contenders most notably. Uh, but you're talking about a card here of a guy that doesn't have any new autos coming out in Panini products with Texans gear. And while he isn't featured in Texans gear here, I will tell you just based on the sale of the one today, uh, now that they've made the playoffs, you know, this is a great deal right now. You're talking anywhere between 350 to upwards of 500 Now a card for this on-card auto of Stroud. Uh, mini framed auto. It's a 1010 SGC slab pop one. Looks spectacular in my mind. Um, so I mean, I think someone's going to chase that thing hard tonight. I can see, I could see the Texans pulling off an upset on the Browns, given that you know, I feel like that the Browns are kind of running on some like fool's gold magic with Joe Flacco right now. I'm not trying to be a hater, but like, how long can it last before it kind of runs out with, with Joe Flacco like coming back from who knows sitting on the couch? You know, like, I'm not trying to put him down, you know, I'm just making a joke. Um, but I could see the Texans maybe pulling off an upset, and and given that Stroud doesn't have that high of volume of cards, especially autographs. You know, he's got the Prism rookies now, and I don't know if you've seen the sales, man. Base rookies, $40. Silver's 300 plus Blue Ice is 2200 for CJ Stroud. Um, 
you know, I could see this type of card being highly sought after, but at the same time, if they get eliminated and it's kind of like, okay, all the newer releases are going to come out. And while it is an auto, everyone would rather have the non-autos and the Texans jersey. You never know. So it's a risk, but it could be a, a reward too. Cool card. Though. Yeah, and for me, just to from a fan perspective, I, I'd be happy with either team advantage just because Joe Flagg with that story is hilarious. And, uh, you know, you, you feel good with that. And then also on the Texans side, I mean, they – like we just talked about how bad they were. And I, I'd be fine with either team advancing. But speaking of NFL, I just wanted to throw something out there. Is there a team you would rather play than the Eagles right now? <laughs> no, they bro. are absolutely falling. <laughs> I think it's like they've lost five of their last six. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I would want to play them if I was any team. And even worse than losing five of the last six is that they're going to the playoffs with injuries to Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown. DeAndre Swift missed the game today with injury, and Jalen Hurts like dislocated his throwing finger today, his middle throwing finger. So I think that the Eagles are have always been the making of a potential first-round exit, but now I would be absolutely shocked if they end up winning in Tampa Bay. And that's where they're going to play, I believe. If they're going to Tampa Bay to play, um, I'd be shocked if they if – they, um, not sure your thoughts on, on – I don't know if you knew that they were playing the Buccaneers or not, but I – Yeah, I, I, I just I just look quickly. I mean, I'd be very worried if I was an Eagles fan just because of uh, – the end of the season is where you want to be the strongest. Um, I'd say, like, the Eagles obviously aren't on this level, but what was it, the Steelers two or three years ago where they were, like, undefeated, like 11-0, and and then yeah. fell off towards the end of the season. Like, you do not want that momentum going into the playoffs, so – um, I'm not expecting much out of that team. You mean that lack thereof momentum? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Momentum <laughs> in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the sinking momentum. Um, changing gears quick to another NFC team. You know, it was the longest time. It was who's going to get the number one seed, the 49ers or the Eagles? Eagles expose themselves. The Cowboys won enough games to become the NFC East division winners, but not to get the number one seed. You've got the Niners flying in as I'd say the – Second or first favorites to win the Super Bowl, I think that you'll definitely have a group of people picking the Ravens at this point, given that the Niners lost to the Ravens. Um, is it possible that Purdy has went from maybe a slightly – I'm not saying that's like that's true. Maybe slightly a little overrated when he got like MVP, like number one MVP for sure, to now underrated. Like I feel like everyone now hates on Purdy. That's all it is. It's hate on Purdy because they have McCaffrey, Samuel, Kittle. Like are we know – like. We know that Garoppolo didn't put up these numbers with the Niners. You know, we know that Trey Lance, while he his career was extremely short with the Niners, it didn't look like he was going to do this, you know, at least in that first game, which was raining, but still. Yeah. I mean, you're the Niners guy, so you tell me what you think of him right now. It's – it's. I mean, I, I'm so high on them. They're, they're such – so fun to watch. I mean, we have that so many offensive weapons, but the Purdy hate is unreal. People are finding excuses left, right, and center for him, and they're like – all he does is check downs and slants. I'm like, I think he has the most like fifty plus yard touchdowns in the league. He has re if you actually watch a full 49ers game, like he makes throws that are not hard. Any if you have any success in the league, you mean they're not easy. What did I say? You said they're not hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah not easy. Not easy to make. <laughs> I know you're contradicting okay. yourself. Yeah, not 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 easy to make. And um I just can't – people find ways to hit on anybody right now. And if you're a successful quarterback, it's 
because you're good at what you're doing. There's no way you can be good in this league without um, without being a good quarterback. And unlike college, I think uh, the NFL shows that through real quick. And I mean, he he's silencing the haters, in my opinion, but they can keep talking. Now, Sam Darnold did have 190 yards and a touchdown to like one half or something like that. Um, but yeah, Peg Jung even says he lives near San Fran and sports talk radio is so flip-floppy on the guy. I think that that's just the nature of being the last pick in the NFL draft. Someone who maybe people like just like I was talking about Joe Flacco thought was kind of like running on some magic or luck that eventually was going to run out and everyone's expecting it to run out. Um, but honestly, like the Ravens game, you know, I've seen Jordan Love have terrible games. That doesn't mean Love's a terrible quarterback. As we know, he just had an amazing nine-week stretch. Every quarterback has got a bad game at some point. We've seen Patrick Mahomes have bad games this year. So um, I, I'm, I'm a Purdy fan, especially, I think, because of the hate now. It's like, dude, just, like, doing his thing. Like, last pick in the draft, and we're hating him for being good. Like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. And also, he's just, like, a super humble guy. Like, everyone's hating on him. He doesn't talk bad about anybody. He, like, credits his teammate with, with his success. I mean, even as, like, non-Niners fans, I think a lot of people are rooting for him. I think so much of that. Like, if he was a first-round pick, everyone would be like, he's so good. But, like, yeah. I don't know. They're putting way too much weight on the Mr. Irrelevant. But he is Mr. Relevant. Yeah, and, like, the only thing that I can say is, like, you know, you can maybe debate, like, whose seasons are more impressive based off of what they have. And I'm just going to sound like a super Packer homer, but, like, let's be honest, Love has got the youngest roster and receivers in the NFL. He's got injuries across the board with his receivers and tight ends and running backs, and he still has had an amazing season. That's not to discount Purdy. I'm just saying, like, that's impressive. And I think that Purdy is equally as impressive. And and if you're on a good team, like, what does it mean? If you're on a good team, you can't be good. Like, you, you can't be a good player because you have good players around you. Like, that's what good teams are. They got good players around each other, you know? Like, you don't win a Super Bowl unless you have good players basically top to bottom. Um, so there's no point. In, like, if people said that Rodgers wasn't good because he had Jennings and Nelson and a decent run game and a good defense, which Woodson and, and Matthews, like, and that Super Bowl shouldn't count or his MVPs after that shouldn't count. Like, that just doesn't make sense. You know, like, I, but the difference is, is Rodgers was a first round pick and was supposed to be that good. Um, okay, now, yeah, I mean, that, that, in real music, that's a whole nother debate, but like, you know, I think, I think, I think Purdy has done almost as well as you can possibly do other than a bad Ravens game. That's a, that's about what it comes down to, I think, in the end. Um, speaking of the Ravens, there's a huge, 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 huge Ravens card ending in this auction. It's the 2018 National Treasures Gold Lamar Jackson patch autograph with the logo from the Ravens patch, like dead in the center, middle, or top, top, middle. Um, jersey number eight out of ten. BG has 8.5. Now, we sent out a newsletter on Saturday, actually, uh, first time that we're doing a, a different highlights in this PWCC auction with in depth write ups. And this was the first card that we covered in the email, actually. Um, it was this Lamar, and I covered the price history. Um, the last sale, like the most recent sale, was a BGS 9, but this was over a year and a half, almost two years ago, actually. Um, a BGS 9 of this card sold for 22 grand. Um, obviously, before Lamar Jackson's now likely second MVP season, and it's not a jersey number either, but it is a BGS 9 versus 8.5. Um, the highest sale of this card ever, this specifically this gold of 10, it was a PSA 10 um, and a 65K in 2021. Um, and then the lowest sale ever, Julian, get this. You could have bought this card in 2019 for $890 as a PSA 8. 2019, a PSA 8 sold for $890. Um, definitely a $10,000 plus card even as a PSA 8 at this point. But just what a, what a card here, man. What a card. It's crazy. 
Yeah, that, the that card is so sweet. It kind of reminds me of that um the one card that uh, SGC we had that was submitted yeah. with us insane patch. But you want to talk about a guy that um everyone hates has been hating on up until this season and. I mean, the team that he has, it's not on the Jordan Love same level, but heading into the season, what, his weapons they were given was an Odo Beckham where you're like, okay, he hasn't had a great season in a little bit now. You're taking a flyer on that. Could be a complete bust. You have Zay Flowers, who's a rookie. Like, when you look at it at the start of the season, you're like, they're not really giving him much, and he's turned it into, like, a fantastic year. Not saying that the – I mean, it worked out with Odell and Zay Flowers. Both of them are having a fantastic year. But it all starts with Lamar Jackson. And I, for one, have been very impressed. Um, didn't like that he absolutely smacked us. But, um, yeah, I think he's the he, – I, I think he's going to win the MVP. I think Christian McCaffrey should at least finish second. But um, I've been so impressed with the guy. And I don't think anyone in the league has gotten as much hate as him for not, not being a quarterback, a true quarterback. Yeah, so after his rookie season, which his rookie season only started half the games, got into the playoffs with them, and they pretty much flopped in the first round, but you know, he's rookie. Um, he hasn't had a year that he's thrown under 62% other than last year. Well, last year he's through 62.3% completion, but he also was hurt last year. 67% completion this year is his career high. He's got career high in yards at 3,700. He's got 24 touchdowns, seven interceptions. His passer rating is 103, 102.7. That's a great passer rating for a guy that's that good at running the football, too. And people that would call him a running back, I mean, you don't have a 102.7 passer rating in a full season if you're a running back. That doesn't happen. Like, he's 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 amazing. I'm so happy he's doing well because I agree with you. Like, the hate for him was ridiculous. Um, and, shoot, I'm sure the Ravens love that they got him on the extension. I'm pretty sure that all their teams balked at him that could have possibly signed him. Um, but I'm sure that the Ravens are happy he's there. He's happy he's there. I kind of forgot about that entire contract thing in the first place. It's kind of a weird time, really. Yeah. For sure, oh, yeah. for sure. And and you kind of mentioned it. I I was like looking um this past summer about if any other teams are gonna come and snag him because there were rumors about him potentially like going to the Jets, maybe maybe the Dolphins, but I do think a lot of the teams were like, ah, oh, we're not gonna pay that much. So um he bet on himself. The the Ravens uh went in all in on him and it's obviously paying off and they're I'd say the Super Bowl favorites. Yeah, de- definitely helps when you got that good defense. You know, I can only hope that Love can get some, t- or, yeah, can get some type of defense like that. So he did get fifty-two million, which is I think the top in the NFL now, unless Herbert. No, Herbert probably broke that with his extension. Um, he was the most recent extension after Burrow. Um, what's up, Ziggy? How you doing? Glad to see everyone here in twenty twenty-four. This is officially our first twenty twenty-four episode. By the way, we did one on New Year's Eve last week, but welcome everyone to Slap Sex Sundays in twenty twenty-four. Um, interesting enough. Okay. I understand that there's a grading difference here, right? There's a grading difference between having a 9.5 and an NTRPA. I'm sure people are very much so locked in on this is numbered out of 10 gold of Tua 8750. Now the auction's not done yet. Obviously the auction's still going on saying these things can end up very differently, but it's the same price right now. The Lamar Jackson logo patch. From 2018, it's an 8.5, is the same price as the Tua. And the Lamar is a jersey number two for collectors that love that. I don't know about everyone, but let me know in the chat. Would you rather have this Lamar Jackson 8.5 or the Tua? Because right now they're the exact same bids. They could end differently. The Tua is a 9.5, way worse patch. 
and Tua's were you know Tua versus Lamar. I'd rather have Lamar. Um, Julian, what's your thoughts? Yeah, it's not even close for me. I'd take that Lamar any day of the week. Um, it's one of those things where I I can't explain it why why it'd be that much outside of it's like out of ten, but that patch is just not really impressive. Like I, if you're gonna buy a card like that, just get the out of the ninety nine, just because like the patches is very similar. Um, but Lamar Jackson is not just Tua is a very good player, but um, that Lamar Jackson card is sick, and I'd go in on Lamar Jackson probably. Which is yeah. which is weird with it with his card prices because even though he's an MVP favorite, I still feel like a lot of his cards are undervalued, which is still I think shock, very shocking to me. He's definitely got the undervalued this time. But I think that everyone's waiting for the playoffs and and you know can he get them to the Super Bowl? I think it's a big step for a quarterback to do that. Um, and if we see that happen, I think that his cards will increase a lot, like a lot. Um, and we'll see if he if they can make it out of the uh, out of the AFC now. I just did some quick stat checking here. So, you know, everyone discounts Purdy and, and all of his weapons and this and that and his team. And I know that the Dolphins aren't the Niners, but Purdy's got a 113 pass rate in the year. Uh, pro- I think it's the top of the NFL. Same with his QBR, top of the NFL. You look at Tua. I mean, Tua has a one. Uh, he's got a 103, just barely better than Lamar. But, I mean, he's got Tyreek Hill, the best wide receiver in the NFL. Jalen Waddle, who's had a – Okay, season good at times. He he's injured now. He's got one of the best running games in the NFL. Like if we're talking discounts for Purdy for his weapons and his team, I mean, Tua's got some insane weapons, and Tua's had a great season yeah. too. And and that's why I'm saying let's not discount anyone because of their weapons. Great players have got great tandems. Would we ever say that Tom Brady sinks because he had Randy Moss on the on the vertical route every single time back then? You know, for all those touchdowns, I just think it's 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 silly. Hit him because you ain't him. <laughs> exactly. Um, diverting from the NFL for a second, if there's any baseball fans in the house, this is a really interesting card here. This is the Aaron Judge 2013 Leaf Metal Draft. Super prismatic. We're calling this a super prismatic is the Leaf terminology for basically what is a top super fractor. Um, except it looks not as good, uh, in my opinion. But uh, it's at $7,500 right now. So this is the year that his draft, his first Bowman Chrome card released. Um, I don't know if anyone has any thoughts on on the whole leaf situation here. Would you ever consider spending ten thousand dollars on a leaf card, or is it you know Bowman or bust, or you know even rookies, tops rookies for for Judge? But I mean, honestly, I mean, you could if I were to filter by eight thousand to twelve thousand dollar cards for his Bowman Chrome autographs, you could probably get a pretty darn good Aaron Judge twenty thirteen. Oh, let Julian go at that one. Uh, well, you could literally get an Air Judge purple out of 10, $9,000 right there. Blue Wave out of 50 did. And that was back in April, did 9000 as well. Julian, you got to take that question from Vinny there. Vinny asking, uh, okay, Aaron, Johan Bakayoko, how good is he? Vinny, I am, have been very impressed with him. I think it's just um, imminent that he's going to make a big move. I know Liverpool were interested in him. Um, who knows? Maybe this summer we'll, we'll see a move in. Um but he is—he's explosive. He's on that PSV team. Uh, Very—I've been very impressed by him, and uh, I actually picked up a couple of his cards. And I was shocked at how many people were actually interested in buying his cards. I was gonna originally just buy them and, and hold them until there was a move, but uh, I was able to sell a few of them because people are seeing the the potential there. But I have been uh, very impressed with him. Nice. 
Good stuff. I mean, Manchester United, United is also rumored with everybody, Vinny. So take that with <laughs> a grain of salt. Uh, I think we were rumored with Lionel Messi at one point. So and and Timo Werner, who's now on loan to, to the Spurs or the Spurs. Yeah, um, yeah. I just hope Timo Werner like absolutely pops off because, <laughs> um, yeah, he gets a lot of hate for his Chelsea. Uh, he he's fast battle. as heck, dude. He's got some crazy pace. Um, back to NFL here. So Trevor Lawrence. I know he played through a lot of injuries at the end of the season. They, he played Aaron through a lot of injuries. My, Aaron stealing my Hoobie buying card, but keep going. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. I don't, want to, I don't want to take it up because we got There you go. There you go. We got to – yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Never mind. Trevor Lawrence, we'll get, uh, we'll get past them for now. We'll, talk, we'll bring them up later. Um, Patrick Mahomes is definitely in an interesting situation to go to the playoffs. We don't need to talk about the Chiefs. They're honestly kind of boring to me. But I think this – Outside my personal fandom, Packers Cowboys favorite playoff matchup, Lions and Rams, dude. You got the battle of the trade. You got Jared Goff going to the Lions. You got Stafford going to the Rams, winning the Super Bowl there. Goff helping them win the division for the first time since 1993 or whatever it was. And you got the Stafford NFL equipment logo patch autograph, one of one rookie from Absolute, um, a pretty popular brand actually back in the day. Um, PSA nine here is at $3,100. I think that's going to be an electric matchup. I think you're going to have two players playing for something, you know, maybe Stafford a little bit less than the Rams because Stafford's got his Super Bowl. He's a little bit older. Like, Goff, I think, is going to, like, want to show him, like, hey, guys, like, you, while you did win a Super Bowl, it's like, you know, I can I can still beat you guys. And I, I, I'm excited for that one as just a football fan to watch. I think it's going to be a fun matchup and a lot of storylines behind that. Yeah, and I don't know, you as a Packers fan, if you're actually going to end up uh, rooting for the Lions or if any um, <laughs> Packers fans can root for the Lions, but I am personally rooting for them because they kind of threw them away like he was nothing and um, proven them wrong, which uh, I, could, I always could get behind that. Um, he, um, there was even like the Lions just seemed like initially with that trade, it was like, okay, it's just going to be for a year and then we're going to draft someone, but he stuck around and he's played fantastic on that team. And the Lions are another feel-good story with uh, Dan Campbell, and he's come in and turned that franchise around. And it's just so much passion in that organization. So I kind of want Jared Goff to just actually smack the Rams. Yeah, when it comes to NFC North division opponents, like hate the Vikings. I got so many Vikings friends that just would rather see the Packers lose than the Vikings win. It feels like. Um, Bears just, I mean, we've been beating the heck out of them for the last 10 games. So I'm okay with it. But like the Lions are the team where I'm like, they've been so bad compared to every team in the North for the last like 25 years. Like, let them have their shine. And I like what Dan Campbell is doing there because I think that like someone who can switch a losing culture so fast and what they're doing now is it, it's, it's cool. It's cool to see. I'm not saying that I want to see them win the Super Bowl or want to see them. Obviously, that I hope that we beat them if we beat them. But uh, it's it, it it's not as bad to watch as oh my gosh the Bears are actually like making a run or the Vikings are making a run, um, that's a different story. <laughs> Real music does bring up a very interesting point here. Kirk Cousins one of one price is cheap now. I believe they do have Black Mosaic one of one rookies from this first Prism uh, football set back in 2012. But this is the orange pylon, um, which is a really weird parallel. It's like fluorescent orange in the middle with like a weird like silver going down outlines of the fluorescent orange um i think correct me if i'm wrong for those of you that have been around for a while i can't get the zoom right for those of you that have been around for a while i believe that these were sold on auction 
as encased cards from Panini. I don't think these were pack pulled. And that's how they sold the 2014. Julian, have you ever seen the 2014 Prism World Cup soccer? It's like the green and yellow, like mojo. That's like a one of one, but you're like, I've never seen that pulled out of a pack before, type of thing. Yeah. Yep. They were sold the exact same way. So they were both sold on auction before Panini was selling auctions on their websites and on their own website, like they do now with some cards um, or a lot of cards, I guess, for that matter. Um, and yeah, it's just a really interesting card to where you're like, wow, one of one rookie of Kirk Cousins, who honestly has been very impressive in his career for where he was. Um, unfortunately, he beat the Badgers at Michigan State. But if you look up Kirk Cousins, what was he, a fifth round pick or something like that? Um, let's see. Fourth round pick. I mean, to have this long of a career, put that many 4,000 yard years, have some really good records with the Vikings, it's a really good career. Um, I honestly think of the amount of players and rookies that are just heavily gambled on now, you can go down the list of Kenny Pickett to Justin Fields, yada, 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 just keep on going down the list. Any of them who's buying the cards of those guys could only hope that they have a career even close to what Kirk Cousins is. And this is where it ends up at. Now, obviously, Cousins hasn't won a Super Bowl, hasn't made an um, NFC championship game. But, I mean, come on. no court, no, Not many quarterbacks that are coming out now are dropping like eight 4,000-yard years of multiple 30-plus touchdown years, under 10 interceptions. Like, is that an impressive career? As a Packer fan, I can admit it. Yeah, it's a little bit of backward logic, as we've seen with many cards in the market, that he's had like a career that most people aspire to have, and that something like that is kind of cheap. But then you've got like the players you just mentioned. That the end goal is for them to reach the Kirk Cousin level, maybe like win a Super Bowl. That'd be that'd be great. Maybe like the accolades a little bit higher, but yeah, it's it's backwards for sure. And and in the end, like. The one-of-one one options back in 2012 are, like, extremely limited. Like, you'll find one-of-ones, maybe, like, one at most two in a single set, but there weren't even that many sets, and Topps and Panini were both making cards then, but he didn't really have that many notable Topps cards, really, at the time. Um, his contenders and his prism were really the two most after things, even at the time, with Topps having really good football card production. So just a really interesting story and thought to be had about PR gambling and quarterbacks. They have some good games. People are selling them versus holding them for, you know, however long it might be. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to be our football coverage for now. Julian, let's divert to you for some who we buying. It's been a little bit, but we're bringing who we buying back in 2024. So let's hear it. Who we buying India edition. <laughs> all right. We'll start with the Trevor Lawrence because you already, you already pulled that one up. Um, um, yeah, I mean, you started getting into it, and I'm sure you, you've got some points, but... Yeah, you go ahead. I think uh, myself and a, a lot of people were not really convinced by Trevor Lawrence. He had that uh, good, really good season last year, but um, he's kind of been a turnover machine this year. I think he's had four or five games with at least two interceptions. That Jaguars team has a lot of potential, and he just doesn't seem... This year just didn't seem to be fitting, so... Um, this it, there's still time left and six thousand dollars pre buyers premium for for a Trevor Lawrence card. I'm not convinced. I wouldn't spend this type of money on Trevor Lawrence. I think there's a lot of questions up in the air about Trevor Lawrence, and um, I'm shocked that there there are cards like this that are still going for 
this much money. Um, he's got a lot to live up to. And um, it'll be interesting next year for sure because I know Doug Peterson will probably not stick around for two years with this guy if he cannot put put up a success with the team or get wins. Yeah, and I mean, when you really look at it, like this cracked ice auto isn't even the real contender's cracked ice auto. It's a contender's optic car, which I've always been a, a little bit lower on as being someone who's collected for the last 15 years. It's like this to me is just like, uh, it's not fake, but like a, a fake version of the contenders cracked ice auto of Trevor Lawrence. Like the actual contender said, this is a, you know, an additional subset that, and I understand that you've got different things than tops, like tops and tops, Chrome, Bowman, Bowman, whatever. Like you can, you can kind of break it down whichever way you want. But in the, the fact of the matter is, is, is that this is just a little bit different looking card where like, yeah, maybe it's worth money, but like when you're talking like upwards of seven to $8,000 for that, that's a different story. And you're right. I mean, 3,700 yards. He's played 15 games this year, um, including today. I think that that might have hit 16. He only missed one, which was last week. So I don't, and he didn't really have that great of a game today, but 19 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Um, he had an 89.1 passer rating, which is nothing to, you know, kind of go crazy over. And in the end, in cards, a lot of years of the make or break year, especially after they have one good year, is the year that follows the good year. Like Jordan loves the year next year for his cards specifically, not his NFL career, but like the good value that is in his cards will be next year. It'll be the year after he had his big breakout, which he definitely had this year. But we could lose to the Cowboys next round, and I don't think much will happen to Jordan Love's cards. I mean, we weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. Um, but if next year he comes out and he doesn't at least replicate what he's doing this year, it's going to be a Trevor Lawrence situation. And I think that next year, if Lawrence has another year similar to this year, like this thing will easily be cut in half. I mean, and yeah, remember Lawrence was supposed to be the next Andrew Luck and Luck while retired early, you know, he was putting up mad numbers and bringing the Colts, you know, from a terrible spot, which the Jaguars are not in a great spot either um, to being relevant. I mean, yeah. And, and dude, in the, I mean, you go ahead. I have, I have something to say, but last thing, luck in his third year, forty-seven hundred yards, forty touchdowns, sixteen interceptions. That guy was on the path to being the next, you know, literally like the next Peyton Manning type of thing. Um, I don't know, if, and and then he had obviously a horrible neck injury in twenty fifteen, and then his career, he had one good year after that, and then he decided to, you know, pretty much call it quit after after that that neck the the other injury. I guess he had two injuries in there. Maybe his ACL in the in the twenty fifteen and the neck in twenty seventeen. Um, but either way, I mean, yeah, I don't see, I don't see what Andrew Luck was doing, like in what Trevor Lawrence is doing. That's just me. Yeah. And, and the, the point I want to drive home is you have to think about it from the market perspective, because we know for a fact, the time to buy cards for guys that don't make the playoffs or even guys that do make the playoffs is in the off season. So why would you spend this amount of money for a guy that you know, isn't going to be playing and like you'll be able to pick it up down the line. It, it it just doesn't make sense to me because we all know how how much cards drop in the offseason for guys like him. And now is not the time to pick up a Trevor Lawrence card. Yeah, I would I would say like you've got yourself the nice three to four months to to watch in his market and see. Um, now maybe people think oh not that many people are looking today when he's eliminated. And honestly, a lot of the context for this card and the price might even come down to what was this card worth in the first place like what was this at at lawrence's like you know when they came back last year and won 
Um, I'm going to even just do a quick spot check to see. I mean, I can tell you it sold over the summer for, it looks like nearly $17,000, um, which is also crazy. Um, so I guess in the end, this could be a lot of, I'm going to, I'm going to buy the drop in the price because it looks like a good price compared to what it was. But remember, Kyler Murray is an example of it might not matter what it once was because it can go lower. Or Daniel Jones is another huge example of that too. Cardiac says, I'm the high bidder. <laughs> well, if you do end up winning this, um, at least you can sit and know that you're getting this for a deal compared to what they have done in the past. It just comes down to can Trevor Lawrence get back on that trajectory of being next great NFL quarterback versus being a run of the oh, okay, JK. Either way, my point still remains. Um, you know, I'm not saying he's a run of the mill quarterback, but um, we'll see. Yeah, and if the the high bidder happens to be in here once again, everything we say is just our opinion. So we've been wrong before. Now <laughs> this is just what we're saying off of what we've seen. But um, just I would with that. I would say that you will see through the NFL playoffs a lot of money shift, excited money into players that are playing well, like if Lamar Jackson gets to the Super Bowl, like if Brock Purdy actually wins the Super Bowl and people are really all in on him, you'll see some of this money shift out of these other players that didn't do as well. And that would then be the time to capitalize on more up for sale, prices dropping. Like, that's what I think, you know, that's what Julian's saying, and I agree with it too. Like, you might actually still believe in Lawrence to be the next great quarterback, but I would agree that the same point still remains. You'll get better value, you know, come um, come the you know next couple of months. I don't think Julian's changing up, but the point is, it is good to say that, you know, everything we're saying is our opinions, and we can be wrong. It is true. <laughs> Yeah, that's my only point, Real Music. I still am standing by. I don't think that this would be a good buy, but um, it's not like a fact. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, if all the money is going to Justin Fields, I hope he's going to a team that has very competent coaching staff and uh, great weapons across the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that'll be an interesting way, way how that uh, plays out. But up next, uh, we'll get another rant here going. We have a Killing Mbappe 2017 Select Base PSA 10 which is at uh, $270 pre-buyers premium. Dude, these um, used to be extremely expensive. These are hard to hit, honestly. Very hard to hit cards. But go ahead. Um, Number one, Kylian Mbappe. I think I've said it here before. I would not buy any of his cards, regardless of how good of a player he is. Um, seems like the saga's happening again, which is probably the fourth or fifth time I've seen this in the news, where it's like, he might be leaving PSG. He's not happy. He might be going to Real Madrid. Um. As a soccer player myself, I would never want to play with a player like this just because, like, you don't know how committed he is to the team. Um, he's kind of turned into, like, a little bit of a whiny baby, in my opinion. So I wouldn't I wouldn't touch any of his cards, and I've said this before. Now, um, this card may be hard to hit, but uh, it still seems like way too much money for, for a base 2017 select, which, um, yeah, I know a lot of people, including myself, uh, I'd rather have a Topps Chrome 2017, but um, – yeah, that's my little rant about Kylian Mbappe. Uh, I just uh, I can't stand the guy. I do want to reiterate the fact that this card is hard to hit, though, because I think you are estimating that like it is a base, but like it's a pop one hundred and fifty four, where the top Chrome is a pop one thousand two hundred twenty six. It's like ten times more, more rare, at least for a PSA ten. Like it is extremely hard to hit these cards, even if it does look like a base, but. I, I I can see. I guess if you'd rather have a different one, I'm not blaming you. Yeah, um, I guess for the for the money, I think his stuff is kind of tanked. I wouldn't really necessarily go for a this yeah. card. That's fine. I was just making sure the context is that. Like for those that don't know, 
it is it is rare. Um, although it doesn't look like that outstanding with the base because he kind of gets drawn drowned out in the card. Um drowned out in the card. Um but yeah, do we have another one? Yes, we do. We have uh two more. We'll go with a um the uh, Ferrari twenty twenty uh orange seventieth. Oh, who be buying uh, on this? Yes, I uh my my uh opinion on this card has changed quite a bit. Um I even bought a uh Max Verstappen Orange seventieth at one point. Um I don't know, I just I'm a sucker for uh numbered stuff. Uh I I think with especially the price, I mean when I was looking at some sales, uh an orange out of twenty five PSA to a thousand bucks in September. Uh I just think this price is way too much for something like this. And um, from my experience as well, it's a lot of Formula One fans are not like will not pay a ton of money for 70th just because there are there is like the the straight orange and some of the other cards. I do like how it looks, but um, I just think that $1,300 pre-buyers premium is a little outlandish for for this card. Um, I'd love the the logo cards from that year, but um, yeah, I was kind of shocked at how high this is. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd have to assume it's the PSA 10 that is really drawing that card up in price. I don't know how much a raw is of it, but at the same time, it's like I, I too am like you, and I would rather have a numbered card in a lower grade um, that is more rare and, and you know is going to have a better chance to hold value, uh, likely. Um, all right, go back to Andrew's comment that we got Andrew Slaps XFC hosting the house here. He's talking about Ronaldo, um, you know, media tearing him apart. Do you stay away from his stuff? And I'd say that the market generally has stayed away from his stuff since his move. Do you agree? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I 100%. I think since the move to Saudi, his stuff is uh, you'll bring it up to show. I had a Ronaldo card that I'd bring up to shows, and people are like, I'm not really interested in buying him, which is pretty shocking considering how legendary of a career he has. But a lot of the market has to do with what what's not going on in the media and the press. And um, I'd say for sure that people are not as interested with uh, Ronaldo. And I think it's a little bit different considering his legendary status. And I think once he retires that his stuff will go back up again, but Mbappe has got a way to go ways to go. And um, starting early on in your career, like, well, not like super early on, but like he's still pretty young and starting this, um, I want to go to another team type thing multiple times. Ronaldo was not like that at, at that point. Um, so I think it's a little bit of a different situation, but you make a good point, Andrew. Like always, Andrew the Goat. <laughs> uh, Vinny says, Tiasco Hernandez has signed with the Dodgers. I saw that. It's like one year, 23 million or something like that from the Mariners. That's a interesting one-year deal. Not sure if you have any thoughts on that, but hey, I, I don't know if you – I'm sure you're done with your Who are you buying? You had three or is there another? I mean, I have one more, but we've talked about it a ton. It's just a, it's the Wander Franco uh, <laughs> green shimmer out of 99 BGS 95. Might even be around here. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think that all of those can be considered who we buying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I'm trying to think. Like, um, Wander Franco might be like buying these cards. I, I don't know because. <laughs> uh, and there's the, the stuff that there's stuff that I keep hearing. I'm like, okay, this is the worst of it, right? He's like, and then there's like the home raids and like, oh geez, it's just an absolute. Oh, this no might be the funniest. Moving on really quick, this might be the funniest 
card I've seen. This is a triple jersey of Harden, Curry, and Bud, uh, Chase Binder, who played in the Wolves for a little bit. And they got Steph Curry to sign this thing on card in person. Like, literally, like, one and a half inches big. <laughs> when you zoom it out, you can barely even tell it's signed. It's just so funny. Yeah, that's really, that's really weird. It's like right over the top of himself. Yeah. But you know what would be even funnier is if uh, Chase was the middle guy and he was the only one who signed. That would oh. be unfortunate. That would be funny, too. But look at this one. There is another one, actually, very similar. And he signs this above Johnny Flynn. He, he didn't sign it above his own head. He signed it above Johnny Flynn. <laughs> so pretty it's funny. funny. We got um, Vinny saying it's a mess with Franco. Start buying Carson Williams. Yeah, I think he was the prospect for the uh for the Rays. You got Dave Portnoy here from 2014 Allen Ginter. This is like the red out of 33 or something like that. Um his autograph sell for okay. insane amounts out of that set. Wait, wait, wait. Zoom in on that. That doesn't even really look like Dave Portnoy to me. I might I mean, be like, it, it is nearly, it is like 10 years ago, but like he's got a baseball hat on and long hair. Okay. It's a little bit better than what it, I it, thought. Yeah. It does look like him, but it, you know, he's got some uh, attachments on, if you will. Yeah. Um, uh, Dave, no, no, Michigan. no offense, Dave, but go Huskies. I'm ready for them to smack Michigan. Yeah, please, 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 please beat Michigan. I'm down bad still after the Texas loss, but hey, I'll take Michigan losing any day of the week. Would love to see Penix have just as good of a game again. If he has a bad game, I'll be very disappointed because I was hoping for a bad game against Texas. <laughs> and because I don't want you, Michigan you, to win. On a separate note, you uh, scroll past it real quick, but the Daniel Jones is back in this auction. I want to know what happens with the Giants like over these next couple of years. Like how long they signed that massive contract? Like, what if he's just bad again next year? Like he wasn't good before he tore his ACL this year. And then he tore his ACL. Like, what if he's just bad again next year? Like, do they move on out for a $45 million contract? I mean, oh, another crazy thing about the Packers this year that not a lot of people know is that Aaron Rodgers is like full contract value is still on their salary cap for this year. They have the least expensive active roster in the NFL. Um, of anyone because he takes like 50 million of the cap this year so no one can even play with that money um but it's just an interesting random fact speaking of way off topic uh peg jung had a comment way off topic i hear that in march more golf cards will come out i collect golf cards that's cool i mean there's always cards for everyone you know i collect done done disney cards now um but uh peg jung about golf i think it's probably upper deck that makes those cards i don't think that tops has got a golf license um let us know what are you chasing who's your favorite golfer Ooh, I want to see me a, a Charlie Charlie Wood and Tiger Wood dual auto. Oh, like the LeBron and Bronny coming out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like father-son action? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't follow golf close enough uh, to understand. I mean, I know who that is, obviously, but. I still don't follow close enough to get like totally all in on the on the card sets. Um Man, this like feels like really cheap. I know he just got traded. I'm sure that a lot of his like initial value was like playing on the Knicks and having a pretty large collecting base. But RJ Bear, Eminence, Gold Patch, Autograph, really nice patch, number five rookie. It's always tough when a guy gets traded right away. And like you don't know how much the demand is going to be there for his cards in different jersey and such like that. Oh, there's the Wander at 270. We're not going to waste our time talking about Wander because there's someone else we should talk about instead. Uh, Caitlin Clark. 
Dude, I don't know how much you followed this season so far for women's basketball. She's been insane again. Oh my! Yeah, she's she she's Dude. legit. Um, she actually uh when she played the Wisconsin, that was I think the only sold out game of the season so far, which yeah. makes sense because everyone wants to see Caitlin Clark. But what was it? I think like four or five straight thirty-five plus point games. She's pulling up from the locker room and it's going in. <laughs> it's she's she is the real deal. Yeah, another she had a triple multiple triple doubles in like 40 point game. Like her cards are are popping, man. Like this was 150 raw before the season. This is going to end around $400. Um it's crazy what's going on with her cards, but it makes sense. I mean, she is very very good. Um she's the first men's or women's player in D1 uh, basketball history to have 3000 points, 750 assists and 750 rebounds in a career. That's insane. Uh also, yes, I want to point out that there was just a return for a touchdown. Uh, either kick return or, yeah, it was a punt return, I think, actually. Um, Bill just tied the game on a punt return for a touchdown. That dude, that guy hit the Jets. No one was even close to him. He got through the first level of coverage and he was just absolutely gone. Like, that's crazy. That's 14 14 now. It's going to be a good end of this game. That's insane. That's insane, Vinny. I'm excited to have some Sapphire uh, Bowman draft get delivered here pretty soon. Have to get ripping into that in the next week or so, two weeks maybe, depending on when we get. Ooh, um, we don't cover a whole lot of hockey in the auction, but for those hockey fans out there who are likely other sports fans, probably why you're still listening to us, is uh, Alex Ovechkin, 2014 OPC Platinum Gold, size back number 50 PSA 10. This is the first year of OPC Platinum that was made, and it's a gold PSA 10. You know how much collectors love their golds, love their – gem mint 10s and love first year sets of something this is like the perfect combination for a card um you know uh, for hockey's purposes in this auction i think and uh, if and there are any hockey fans out there that it just got in our bits 1150 right now so quite the card what's a nice soccer coming up are you asking about card sets you know players um let us know and uh you know dynasty is really the big new card set coming out it I say soon. It's probably I don't even know when it's coming out, but it's not any time in the in the next, let's just call it month, as I can say that for sure. Um, but Topps Dynasty Soccer, first ever release of that product. I along with Topps from Disney, that product, man, I've been like wanting that product for so long. And I know you're excited about that product. And I'm excited. I know everyone in the soccer community is excited about Dynasty Soccer on the way. Man, that product is gonna be so sick. The the R9 preview was insane. <laughs> Yeah, and I would say, uh, funny enough, I actually was looking at um, what the releases are soon. But, uh, yeah, the, the top set you guys put up on Instagram, that was the, the Dynasty. Uh, one that's sneaky that I'm excited for outside of Dynasty is they have the under-21s uh, Topps Chrome set coming out. I don't know when. I don't know if they've announced the official date. But that's got, like, the – they've got, like, the Bowman first – um, it's going to be a cheaper product. I just like the the fact that it's kind of like the prospecting for baseball, and uh, I'm really excited about that. I don't know when it's releasing. I don't know a ton about the product, but um, I think it's an interesting thing that Topps has decided to do, and I like it for sure. Did you see it on a release calendar specifically, or did you see it as like a TBD? Uh, I think it was a TBD. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about the Bowman Chrome Road to UEFA Under-21 European Championship? Yeah. Yeah, that's been on the uh, on the release calendar for I think at least like eight months now. So we'll see when it hits, if it hits. But if it does hit, I agree. That'd be a fun one for soccer fans to get on, like a cheaper value to start prospecting some of those guys. Like what's happening with Bowman Chromie football now and basketball. 
Matt H. What's up, man? I hope you're doing well. I just won two different 1987 Mike Tysons, one of them autographed. That is pretty sweet find right there. Um, I know you're into those, uh, you know, uh, older, maybe non-main sport cards, and uh, that's a good that's a good one to get, obviously. And uh, let us know anyone else that's winning cards too tonight. Um, we'd love to hear from you if you're if you're getting any snags. So I want to bring up this guy tonight as we're talking. Oh, I gotta go look for some giveaways. That's right. Yeah, can't um, about that. Yeah, no, I almost forgot. Jalen Green. So, okay, I was so hyped about the Packers earlier that I can humble myself a little bit that the Bucks drop off when Dame has played bad is is very bad right now. Dame needs to play better, like, immediately because Giannis is playing at MVP level every single night. 48 points last night. The guy is absolutely unbelievable. And then you've got Mr. Damian Lillard, who is playing, like, very not good. Um, and the bench is very not good. Bench is terrible right now. Coaching is not doing well. So we have a lot to fix. But with that being said, the Rockets beat us and Jalen Green in a nasty dunk. But if you, J- Julian, I don't know if you've looked at his stats this year. If you had a guess, like based on like how hyped he was and what his cards sell for, like how many points a game do you think Jalen Green averages? Funny enough, I think I looked this up the other day because I was like, I feel like I haven't heard much about him, but I think he's averaging like 22 or something. No, it's not. I thought it'd be over 20. It's 17. So he's averaging 17, oh. which back in the day, averaging 17 points is a totally different story than averaging 17 in this day and age in the NBA. Um, there's a lot of people averaging 17 and a lot of people averaging over 20. And I, I, I haven't watched him play enough. I don't, I haven't researched him enough. I mean, he shoots 35% from three, which isn't like amazing. He shoots 40% from the floor. Seems like a pretty inefficient player. He is just 21 years old, so he's got time to figure it out. I'm not saying his career is dumb by any means. That would just be silly and foolish if I said that. But I think his cards probably have adjusted quite a bit. Um, I'd have to go do some actual looking, but like a flawless on-card rookie autograph from NBA Flawless for 290 on on a bid right now. You know, you know how NBA cards sell. Like that just is not a lot, and I think it's for a reason. You know, obviously the production is just not matching. Honestly, how good the Rockets are too. Do you know who's doing well? Sangoon, dude, that guy's a stud. That dude is doing super well, and his cards are selling very well. So Sangoon was probably the guy to buy, honestly, on the Rockets. And uh, I know, I think some people were, I'm sure, and, and it's paid off massively. Yeah, and uh, Aaron, unfortunately, I have to flame you here for a sec. Um, oh no! Roll the clip where Aaron was chirping me when I made the statement that the Bucks were. We're gonna get clapped by the Pacers, and they were struggling, and uh, wait, they wait, were, wait, they wait. were gonna. Wait, 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 what? You guys got absolutely destroyed by the Pacers. Like I said. That that was our worst game of the year. 140-some points was absolutely ridiculous. Um, Two games in a row, not playing defense, thinking offense will automatically win you games. Well, that that is What do you have to say for yourself? I just said everything. I already admitted all the faults. Um, Mm. Yeah, when the the offense shrinks up, it's very bad sledding, and the offense has shrunk up since Christmas. Bro, December, we were on fire, but you're right. We were giving up like 120 a game still, but we were scoring 135. The moment we started not scoring 115 a game, we're losing games by 15 every time. You know, well, you actually lost by like three, but should have been a 15-point loss to the Rockets, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, we 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 got a lot to figure out, and Giannis called it out um, that we do. And honestly, Giannis is amazing, and I really wish that, uh, you know, we were doing better. But, Julian, I'm surprised you haven't brought up your own card here tonight yet. Nah, I mean, uh, he's flying ooh. low. 
Oh, get Chavi. Another, get another bid. Yeah, I have a, a nice Chavi uh, selling here. Um, super sweet card. I was I was debating just keeping this and holding it, but um, to some of the the flaw stuff sells super well on PWCC. Uh, I love this card a ton. You can see the the patch is nasty. Game worn, SGC ten. Um, yeah, whoever gets this, pop, pop uh, one. Give yourself some props here. Pop one, <laughs> pop one, SGC ten, which is very, very hard. Obviously, with those thicker cards, like we both know. Um, but uh, yeah, I love this card. Go, hopefully, it goes to a good home. Um, and yeah, let's see. Uh, I'm hoping maybe it gets a little bit more, but I am. Uh, I'm happy with how it's done so far. Great and Cardax, sweet win, man. Fifty six tops vintage set. That's my favorite tops design, uh, vintage design that there is. Hank Aaron, my favorite vintage card to collect. PSA four, uh, excellent card, my man. Great, great buy. Um, yellow Deion Sanders PMG action at five k right now. So there's still quite a bit of cards going. If anyone sees anything you like, feel free to keep on placing some bids. As we are at nine forty six p.m. Central Time, um, also known as Julian. What time is it by you? Like nine thirty or some or nine ten fifteen. 915? 9 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Cause there's like a it's so weird how there's like it's, a half hour time okay. difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, I don't know if this is true or not, but what I've heard is that like the only reason there's the 30 minutes, like it's eleven and a half hours ahead, is because the northern India and southern India couldn't decide on whether it was gonna be eleven hours ahead or twelve. So they, <laughs> they just did half. <laughs> hey, hey, that's making a compromise. Okay. That that's an important a, part about a good relationship right there. It's hilarious. <laughs> that is good. Kardak got 2019 career highlights, gold snakeskin, Kobe out of 10. Nice. Nice, nice. Good stuff. Um, man, talk about a guy whose prices have dropped. Dude, Trey Young, I don't know what's gonna, I mean, what's gonna take for him to to recover in the market or even just like you talk about, you know, we're talking about like guys are just getting hate. Like he puts up numbers, but people don't really care about his numbers. Like they just don't. And this flawless is yeah. at 1300 right now, which is just that's insanely low compared to how his flawless cards used to sell. It's crazy, without a doubt. And yeah, Hawks, Hawks, I mean, is, uh, it sounds like that they want to trade DeJounte Murray already. Yeah, did you hear that? Seems a little dysfunctional. Yeah, I did hear that, but um, yeah, it's another team where it's just like I haven't heard a lot in the media, certainly from Trey Young. Um, yeah, it's just uh. It's really, really uh, interesting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So let us know what your thoughts are on Trey Young, if you have any thoughts at all um, on him. I'm trying to get our giveaway right now, and I'm pretty excited about this one. It is a giveaway that I think that Jay would like, just saying. Um, and I think you'd like it too. So I'm trying to win this, but flying low here to get this thing snagged up. Thoughts on the Cristiano card. Which Cristiano card are we talking here? Ronaldo? Is there a Ronaldo ending? One that I maybe scrolled past. Oh, there you go. Um, I would be I would I would be very hesitant to buy any of these. Um, I remember and I this is just all stuff I remember seeing over the years. Fake Ronaldo stickers, BGS slabs, trim nine five, like just all this random stuff about Ronaldo sticker BGS slabs again. Just rumors I've heard online. I'm sure there's some solid standing and research out on it. Um, but just for personal spending purposes, like I would not spend a single dollar on this type of sticker, especially in a BGS slam, with what I've heard. Um, plenty of other sweet Ronaldo cards you can get from 1325. Uh, I can guarantee you that. Yeah. So 
Peg Junghead says, tips on scooping up vintage cards. Willie Mays as an example. Peg Junghead, I think there's a couple things. I'm not by no means a vintage co- like main collector, guru by anything. This is just me personally, okay? And I can only speak from my personal experience and what I like. If you like something else, you like something else. Someone else has any uh, advice, go for it. For me, I want a nice-looking design. I want... A relatively centered card. The corners can be rounded for all I care. If the card is centered, I think it just looks better. Um, And I want it to be earlier in their career to what I can afford. Um, There's some, there's some uh, Hank Aaron cards out there that just features him in a Brewers jersey, which you would think, oh, maybe Aaron will want those. No, I want the Milwaukee Braves one. It's still Milwaukee. Um, It's Milwaukee Braves, but it's earlier his career, like 56 tops. Great. Um, Obviously a rookie. Great. But like even uh you know, some of those other ones, 58, 59, 60, 61, whatever it is. Um, and uh, um, then I guess from there, it's just like, do, do you buy low grade, high grade? What's your budget level? But for me, it's often low grade and vintage. Anything between like a one to a five, depending on the card and the price and the bills are about to score a touchdown. Um, I am having a difficult time winning this giveaway, but I will keep on trying because it's so sick. Uh, when will you guys cover baseball rookies and prospects? So, Cover Prospector, I don't know if you mean here on Slapsack Sundays, if you mean um, like in a in a different podcast form on Instagram. We do cover them just kind of through all of our different content mediums, through newsletter, through here sometimes, uh, through different prospect releases like Bowman Draft. We just had Chi-Chi go out thanks to Don the Farm Vinny. So we kind of have it happen periodically depending on what's going on in the market and what's going on in the season. I'm sure we'll have more prospect coverage as the season approaches a new top 100 list release um, or new products release like 2024 Bowman also. Um, but we'll also try to sprinkle some stuff in as we can um, outside that as we I'm, see cards in here too. I'd like to say also um, a few episodes ago, we had Vinny on uh, down on the farm prospect. Yeah. So if you want to hear some stuff about prospecting, he um, shared some insights. I know we talked about uh, Bowman draft for a bit, but um yeah, I would definitely check that episode out. Um, I also want to look at Jay's comment real quick. We are are we bidding against him on this rose no. rested rose beak? Right, no, but, that, but that's do you remember comment. that one? Yes. No, no, we're not. But I'm having some struggles winning this card that I thought I was going to win. But I'm trying still. We'll see if I get it done. Otherwise, I might have to go a different path here at the end. We'll see. Yeah, so as Peg Drunk said, make sure a couple episodes ago we did have Vinny. I think it was maybe like three or four episodes ago. Um, well worth the listen for for prospect information. We'll definitely have Vinny on in upcoming shows too as the season approaches for either 2024 Bowman release or just even prospect previews. Um, no, I'm not bidding on that. Uh, um, Jay, I just saw it. Very cool card though. Yes, yeah, very cool, very cool. I really like this thing, but I am I, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to win it. Um, worst case scenario, I dig into the vault because we still have some things we can give away from the vault. But if I get this for a reasonable sum of money, I think that I'd love to give it away to someone because it's dope. I'm going to talk it up and just completely disappoint people. It's probably <laughs> like that. That's what you were talking about. <laughs> you kidding me? Okay, you, um, you've done pretty good with the, the selections. Like, uh, what was last week, the Odell? Speaking yeah, and speaking of, I just saw that. Whoever won the Odell, uh, if you email me and I missed it, sorry, please re-email me. Otherwise, I need to get that giveaway to you because I just saw it in the vault. But go ahead. I just cut you off. Sorry. 
No, I was done. I was saying you've been, you've done mm. pretty solid with the giveaway. So hyping up your Thank you. a little bit. Well, There's the I giveaway have... right there. Luminous note. Well, I know what I haven't done well on. Uh, guessing the giveaway. Yes, cor- correct, correct. I can only do one thing well, okay? Um, yeah, so this is a PSA 10. Imagine how hard this card would be to get a 10 on, dude. Look at all the different die cuts on this. That's Wait, insane. that's a die cut? That's a die cut, dude. That every little. Oh, I thought it was that, like just a des- a design. No. Oh dude, yeah. Every, that, uh, after uh, that would be so hard to keep in good condition. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really difficult. <laughs> but even just the many manufacturing process alone, I mean, that would be difficult on, by itself. We are at nine fifty four Central Time. We are approaching the ten o'clock window, which means that one minute. Closing windows will start. We have a PSA 10 from 1980 of Ozzy Smith. Um, If this is anything like the Ricky Henderson, I got to assume PSA 10s are super hard to get because the centering was so bad on this release. There's so many Ricky Hendersons from 1980 rookie cards that are off-centered. Uh, possibly, Jay. I'd assume maybe if that, that – I mean, there's so many die cuts on that card. There was a Patty the Batty tie-dye. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Julian. Patty v. Patty. Your card is officially sold. It did. Yeah, 900 total selling price. That's pretty good. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. All right. Let's see here. We got four minutes left in this window, and then we hit the one-minute windows, and got to get that giveaway. Dude, this is I, okay. I, what? I was just going to say I might have to dip out here shortly just because uh, we got some plans, but I wanted to come by for the majority of the episode. But How long until you got dipped so I know so I can show you the giveaway? Uh, like a couple minutes probably. Okay. Well, let me see if I can win. The- can you stay until 10 hits? Uh, Well, four minutes from now. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Okay, once that hits, then, then hopefully I get this giveaway. And also, this is going to be the one episode I picked the correct giveaway person. Um, The one where he leaves a little early. <laughs> Yeah, right. Hallie, do 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 we want them to start? Are you you're saying wait and, and then you'll show the giveaway? Well, actually, we might as well do the giveaway right now and then run the giveaway. I'm hoping I get it here. I, here's the deal: if I win it in this window, we'll give it away. If I don't, we won't because I won't win it at all. And then we'll give away something else in the vault. So just stick around until we get this giveaway done. We'll get so make sure you enter this giveaway right now because you gotta get your entries in by nine fifty nine. Uh, Central time, so we can have Julian in the house for this because I got to prove to him I picked the right giveaway winner. Otherwise, he wouldn't count it. So get your number ones nope. in the chat to be potentially el- or to be eligible to win. Hopefully, this giveaway I'm going for. Otherwise, it'll be something else out of our vault that we got. Yeah, and I'm gonna need to start. Uh, I need to write a script and then read it out loud every time. But like everybody, we apologize if Aaron chooses you as the giveaway because uh, it's not personal, but you you can't win it if Aaron chooses you. Um, that's going to be our new, like, little Ma- ma- Mathematically, it has been impossible. Yeah. Right, two more two more minutes to enter. Two more minutes to enter. All right, I'm two and a half minutes away from locking this, this thing up. This is a really cool one. I love Zelda. This is the uh, Adventure of Link right there. Super cool. Man, this Dolphins game and Bills game is close.
<laughs> hey, Jay, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. I mean, it's it's always good to keep people on their toes, right? I've got a sticker similar to this. That's pretty sweet. I know. Those, those 1989 Nintendo stickers are really cool. Yeah, they're really cool sets, Jay. I really like the the yellow stickers, actually. They got some really cool different, like, um, characters featured and poses and stuff. Dalton says, are you guys doing any shows soon? So I think from a setup standpoint, the Midwest Monster in June um, will likely be the uh, the next one that we do. Um, as for visiting card uh, at card shows, uh, for those out in the UK, maybe CardCon you could find us at. Um, but uh, possibly some Oak Creeks in the in the upcoming, uh, Oak Creek, Wisconsin, in the upcoming months, depending on what the schedule looks like. Yeah, Zelda for the win. One of my oldest running um, games. Real music, I'm not sure if Burbank will happen. Oh, no. Oh no! That? that didn't sound you good. What? You see it? Oh, I almost just gave away the giveaway. I scrolled down one too far. I didn't realize it was on this page. Someone might have caught that. That's okay. I think it was a little too quick. I don't know. I think someone saw it. <laughs> um. All right. The giveaway is about to close. Well, both the giveaway that. Oh, there we go. All right. I'm gonna get the names. Did we secure gonna, it? No, because it, it ends in 48 seconds. Just our 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 the giveaway being oh, right. the entry entry. Yeah. Come on. I am very confident. I'm picking the right person this time. You've, if I pick I, you, how many times have you said that? If I pick you, congratulations. If Aaron picks it, he will shave his head live next uh, episode. That makes no sense. I'll try to pick her on. All right, come on. I'm watching it. I'm about to share. Oh, there's no way. Well, at least we're on delay here. Oh, dude, I'm trying so. Dude, this thing's so sick. Man, that is very nice. Got it. All right, I I would I would love this in my collection. But I'm going to give it away instead because I think that someone else would like it here. For the people. Um, for the people. This is Spider-Man, Milton Bradley, comics, card, SGC3, a jumbo slab. It's super cool, everyone. This thing is super cool. So congrats if you got it on the giveaway. I'm about to get the random pulled up here one second. One more second. Okay, and here we go. Card is pretty big, I think. That slab is probably the size of a magazine, so the card's probably like a bigger than an index card. All right, here we go. You can do some real, real damage with that card. Yeah, for real. Good luck, everyone. Apologies One. to whoever Aaron chooses. Two. It's 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 McCracken. McCracken. I'm going with uh, it's not what you think. All right. Wah, wah, wah. It's never happening. Eric D. Eric D. with the big dub. Congratulations. Info at slabsocks.com is where you email to claim your giveaway. You get this card. 
Um, huge fan of it. And uh, we'll make sure we get transferred over to your vault. You just got to send us your, your identity key um, in the email, and we'll be all good to go. So congratulations, man. What a card. And uh, Julian, thanks for hanging out, too, and making the time this morning in India. Of course. Always. Yeah. Slap Socks Global. WCC <laughs> Slap Socks Stream Global. All right, man. Well, we'll see you later, and uh, thanks for checking in. See you guys. Bye. All right. Julian is out.